Well, we have uh, Julian Lin back on. Uh, this is going to be a quick, little quick thought episode on the Intelligent Investing Podcast. So uh, we're going to try to keep this under uh, 10 minutes. Um, so I want to talk about, you know, I, I did, did a little video the other day on selling puts on GameStop. And Julian's like, well, you know, I like AMC a little bit better, but there's a lot of interesting stuff we could do. I was like, well, let's just do a really quick video on it. So Julian, tell, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on AMC, on GameStop, and let's just keep it brief for the listeners. Awesome. So with all of the fun, I mean, that's a good way to put it, um, stuff going on with GameStop. Uh, there's a lot of attention on it, especially considering it went up like, at one point it went up like a hundred times uh, since 2020, right? So yeah. you got a lot of short sellers trying to focus on GameStop and that creates that created a lot of very, very high implied volatility. Um, and, and so you were able to get some good trades selling puts, um, which, which could make sense. Uh, but the thing with GameStop is that as a short thesis, um, sure, it has, it has a potentially broken business model, but it's not imminently going bankrupt, right? You don't, you have a net, you have a net cash balance sheet for now, at least. Well, that that's uh, why I was yeah. selling puts because I exactly. don't think it's going to go bankrupt. Right. And they might yeah. even sell stock at some point in the future, in which I would, case I would imagine, the balance I would imagine sheet, they you know? have to, I, I mean, it's sort of the fiduciary duty to sell. If stock. they're smart. Yeah, they would. <laughs> they should. If they don't sell it. stock, it will be one of the greatest business blunders in history. Agreed. 100% yeah. agreed. Yeah. And every share, every dollar they sell would help your uh, short put thesis because it creates a margin of state, a real value, right? Real fundamental value there. Um, yeah. So they, they don't have much debt and they didn't really burn that much cash in 2020. They were able to reduce the amount of expenses they had in 2020. Surprisingly, um, most retailers were not able to do that. So that was, it, it, there's some positives there. Yeah, look, I was in a um, GameStop. Yeah. I actually walked into a GameStop uh, two days ago. There's people in the store and they were selling stuff and they have other stuff besides from games that they sell to. Funny enough, I had to walk into the AMC to get into GameStop. <laughs> Just in Philadelphia, you have to walk into an AMC to get to GameStop. That's ironic because we're about to talk to you about AMC yeah, exactly. as well. Yeah. So clearly GameStop is not immediately dying. Um, it's not the very best, you know, short thesis. Whereas if we talk about AMC, that this is the curious thing where because GameStop went up a hundred times, AMC ended up going up like nine times at the peak, I think. And yeah. sure, it didn't get as much attention because it only went up nine times. But because it went up nine times, it created this opportunity where here you have a company that is actually in a lot of trouble. So yeah. let's compare this to Game GameStop. So here at the AMC, you have um, prior, uh, as of the last quarter, they had like $5.8 billion in debt. That's net debt, $5.8 billion. And then they raised some cash between then. So I would estimate at this point, they have about 5 billion in long-term debt, mm -hmm. but they're burning over a hundred million dollars per month in cash. That's cash burn. That's not just net loss. And then uh, in addition to that, even prior to the pandemic, they weren't making money. They had a taxable loss. Like, so even if things were to go back to pre-pandemic levels and they won't, right? Uh, it seems very unlikely for things to go back to pre-pandemic levels, they still weren't making money. So you, you got this company with so much debt, unbelievable amount of debt, which is going to be free cash flow negative coming out of the pandemic and then trading at a really high valuation that creates a very attractive opportunity to finally be able to um, kind of short it 
uh, through buying put options, of course. Yep. Uh, I think at this point, no one really wants to really short a stock. Um, no, no. So, so when the stock goes up, the put options get cheaper. By the way, uh, I was this, I've yeah. always said on the show for the last three years that you should always buy puts over outright shorting common stock. I've always been a proponent of that. If you were to do it, I mean, it's, and it's wise. Um, my, I mean, my theory why hedge funds weren't doing that is just kind of impatience. I think it takes a while to build a meaningful position through put options. Oh, so I have. Just I have like, yeah, I let's have, just do it. I have, I have a more cynical idea why they do that. I think it just is better yeah, for marketing that? to say I have a long short fund. Yeah, it's it's easier to explain too. Yeah, it's definitely it's a marketing yeah, thing. You, you there's a whole market of people that will invest in you because you're long short fund, or if you're long only, well, everyone's long only, so you're nothing special. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, but it's all for the wrong reasons, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Because it ends up like totally taking a lot of risk. Yeah. Um. So, see, AMC when you when you have that kind of fundamental picture of kind of like huge debt, but negative cash burn, you would expect like even the $1 strike put options, that, that's the ones I've been really buying around You've been the, the $1. kind of more 50 cent, okay. 50 cent, $1, $1.50, really, really at, low at what date? bankruptcy ranges. Uh, the long dated ones. I've been buying like the 2023 long dated ones. Okay. Uh, you would expect that those would be full, right? It, it, because this is, this is the kind of company where it's kind of clear that bankruptcy is coming. Just, I mean, they need to restructure. They, they are in desperate need to restructure to take out some debt so that they could have cash flow, positive cash flow. Yeah. So no, this I think they're in a lot of, I think they're in a lot of trouble. What, so what, what were you paying? What are you paying for those puts right now? So you, there's, there's two, there's two ways to do it. Um, I've been buying a lot of them for about, uh, so for example, if I was buying like the 50 cent, I would be trying to pay five cents for it. Or if I were buying that $1 one, I'll be trying to pay 10 cents for it. Although they, they've probably gone up a little bit since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, I misspoke. So the 50 cent I bought for around 10 cents or the $1 I paid around like 30 cents. Um, but another potential trade that I've also been doing, if you wanted to get a discount was I've been buying kind of a put spread, okay. a calendar spread. Uh, so I would buy the January, 2023, for example, let's say a 50 cent. And then I'll sell the January, 2022. That's one year out. Also 50 cent, same strike price. And then the net price will be around five cents, five cents. So okay. five cents for the 50 cent put spread. Uh, I know I went through that fast. Uh, in English, the idea with that is we're trying to, we're counting on AMC kind of declaring some sort of bankruptcy next year. So we're, we're thinking that they're going to be able to have their stock price above 50 cents, above $1 all the way through this year. And then next year they start kind of unwinding. So it's very similar to simply buying a one-year put option for five cents. That's the right. idea. Yeah, it makes sense. Right. Whereas we we would not have been able to do that next year if they already declared that if it's already clear that bankruptcy is happening. You know, the option would have the fifty cent strike the fifty cent strike put option. It would have already been like thirty five cents, forty cents by then. And, and how, how are you? How do you sizing it allocation wise? Well, definitely a small position. You, do, you definitely don't want to make this a big position. Otherwise, you're basically shorting the company. Is it is it one percent under one percent? It's more like it's more like around one percent. You know, okay. just this is especially because there's so many other great opportunities out there. So there's no reason to make any position really that big. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I, this was a surprising way, surprising opportunity to take advantage of like all these stocks going up so much last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Interesting. So if you if you guys like those ideas and you're well versed in options, there could be some opportunity in selling the puts, which for GameStop, which I've been doing, or yeah. buying yeah. the puts or doing a put spread uh, with AMC. Julian, interesting. Um, and of course, do your own due diligence, not investment advice. And uh, good luck out there. I'll talk to you soon, Julian. Thanks for having me on again. You got it, man.